So apparently Disney thinks it's a good idea to make movies out of their rides. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Let's talk about Tomorrowland. So a while back, I saw this movie called Tomorrowland, and I'm with someone who just saw it, who just got it from Redbox, literally finished it like an hour ago. How's it going, Joanna? It's going pretty well, Gabe. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing great. I'm, yeah, I'm, I am I still can't get over the fact that I'm nervous about a recorded podcast. I can totally <laughs> edit everything. I don't get it. <laughs> it's still, but, It's still new. It's still new. Yeah, like talking to a microphone, like the microphone doesn't even like have a soul and I feel like it's judging me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um, so how did you, how did you hear about, um, how did you hear about Tomorrowland? Like, I know you said you, you've, uh, seen the trailers, but like, were you just scrolling through Redbox, just kind of looking around for a movie or? Well, I, I knew in the back of my mind that I wanted to see it from what I'd seen in the trailers. Um. And kind of my typical thing at a red box, unless I'm just like itching for an action movie or something, I usually go straight to the family section <laughs> and see what's in there, what's in the family it's section. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Um, and so I noticed it and I was like, ah. Oh. Now, I'll be honest, I somehow thought I was coming home with Cinderella and I ended up coming home with Tomorrowland and I don't know how that you happened. Must have been, I must, must have been really tired. I something was going on. Either that or Cinderella was actually out. They were out of stock or something. And so anyway, it was rather a surprise when I came home and put it in my DVD player. I was like, oh, Tomorrowland. <laughs> That's not what I thought I was getting. But cool. That was my second choice. So um, so yeah, I definitely knew I wanted to see it, but um, it wasn't That's like... not too often that that happens, that you get yourself a Redbox a movie <laughs> and surprise yourself. <laughs> I know. So I'm pretty cool. I'm slightly waiting to see on my return receipt whether I'm confused and they actually just gave me the wrong movie because then they'll tell me like, how did you enjoy Cinderella or something in my inbox? And then I'll be like, that's not what you gave me. You screwed me up. But okay. <laughs> Wait. So we'll find out whether it was my mistake or Redbox's. But either way, <laughs> okay. I came home with Tomorrowland and uh, enjoyed watching that today. Awesome. So you overall, you enjoyed it? Pretty much, yes. I would say so. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right, so first thing we're going to talk about is uh, the acting, and we're going to kind of go through the actors kind of like one by one. Okay. Uh, so the first one that shows up is, do you remember, I don't remember the character's name, the, the main girl. Uh, Casey. Okay, so Casey shows up, and I I thought she was a very medium level actress Mm -hmm. uh she was she looked like she was 25 and she was supposed to be playing 19 (laughs) oh really yeah she's literally 25 i looked that up today yeah okay brit robertson robertson yeah brit robertson yeah i think that's her name yeah yeah okay see i've heard her name bandied around uh in the whole movie news scene but she is all over the place right now yeah yeah she's made a lot of movies in the last few years i don't actually know what else she's made Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, I thought that she was pre- uh, fairly decent. What did, what did you think? Yeah, she was pretty good. Um, I don't really know who else could have played that part super well. Um, literally everyone. Literally, literally everyone. everyone. Probably, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. Cy Robertson could have done that. It was. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that. Hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, if we'll you're give an that. actress, we'll give that to if you. If you're an yeah, actress, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, 
I can't name things off the top of my head, although I did start watching a show that she was in at one point. Didn't finish it, but it was called Life Unexpected. So something about like the fami- familiarity of her face to me, um, I liked, but I can see how people would think, you know, eh, you know. Yeah. It wasn't, was kind of it wasn't bad. Question. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it was somewhere in the, yeah, it was somewhere in the middle. I'm with you. I maybe err a little okay. bit more on it was better than the middle, but I'm, okay. I'm close. I'm close <laughs> to that. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind uh, following her through, through the whole story. Um, I think next we, we meet George Clooney and <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a movie star right here <laughs> who, um, sometimes you, you question the older movie stars, like, did you really think that this was going to be like a really good movie or were you just kind of like, Hey, this is a good paycheck and I haven't worked in a while and right. this is what I'm doing. But I'm George Clooney and I could get almost any movie I want. Probably. Well, almost. Yeah, mm, he's getting almost, older. He's I, getting older. I know, but. Well, it's not just that he's getting older. It's that, uh, like the sort of age of the of the actor drawing everyone to the movie is kind of over. It's like, it's now the, it's more of the story and more of the director and the writer. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> what did you think of, uh, of George Clooney in, the, in this movie? <laughs> okay. So uh, I was actually talking to our mutual friend, Matthew about this prior to this podcast. Okay. And uh, we both agreed that we felt like somebody else could have played that part better. <laughs> I, I did not buy, yeah. I did not buy, I think primarily for me it was that I didn't buy the whole, I'm this like curmudgeonly hermit guy that's like locked myself away for however many years in my house kind of vibe. Yeah, he was having Clooney. too much fun with that. Yeah, I mean, like, it just looked like, happy. it just like looked look like Clooney who hadn't shaved for a couple of days and, and, <laughs> and was like, oh, you know, I've been sleeping in like the last two days and, oh, hey, <laughs> you're coming and knocking on my door? So rude. Like. I just didn't buy it. Yeah. I don't know. The whole disgruntled thing, um, which we we probably wouldn't want to talk about this at great length, but, you know, he's supposed to be the grown-up version of that little boy. And the little boy was cute and adorable and I felt did really well for what he needed to do. But um, Right. Okay. But Yeah, no, uh, yeah. if you're talking about spoilers, like, we're not we're not caring about spoilers. Oh, for psh, I'm not really. I'm just saying I didn't know if you wanted to discuss that boy. He's kind of minor character. No, I completely forgot but there you about go. him. He's like minor and um, not minor at the same time. <laughs> and I have no idea yeah, who he, he is. He is so. <laughs> one of the main characters, but he yeah. plays one of the main characters, but an earlier part of his life that doesn't super for such a short time, play yeah. into the story. Yeah, percentage-wise, yeah. doesn't play into it that much. Um, yeah, I I kind of thought that the whole curmudgeonly thing doesn't didn't really fit uh, George Clooney as well. Yeah. He's kind of the charming, nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Okay, do you know who Jeremy Irons is? That sounds familiar, but I'm not okay. 100% sure. Did, uh, do you remember the Batman v Superman trailer that I showed you? The yes. Alfred character. Yes. And he's also Scar from Lion King. But imagine him as this character, because this, like, Jeremy Irons is uh, that character. He's like this yeah. old, <laughs> old, grizzled, curmudgeonly man. So, right. if he were in there, it would have it would have made a little bit more sense. But you know, yeah. George Clooney star star power shiny movie whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so the the one that i thought actually d- was surprisingly good was the little girl who 
uh, turns out to be shock of all shocks, a little android <laughs> who <laughs> breaks jo- baby George Clooney's heart because she's an android <laughs> and can't grow up and be his wife or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, weird at all. Yeah. <laughs> Watching George <laughs> yeah. Clooney, watching her die. Oh, you know. Oh, okay. I don't remember the death scene so much, but I feel like it worked on her part. But yeah. like George Clooney no. was like George Clooney not was very like, convincing. Tears. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With crying, I heard this recently that you, uh, the good actors will act like they're trying not to cry and the bad actors will look like they're trying to cry. I think he actually did cry, maybe. Well, the, whether or not yeah. you actually let tears out is inconsequential. Right. <laughs> it's just whether or not you look like you're holding back tears. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Um, no, that with George Clooney, it didn't work out so well, but um, with the crying. But I, I thought that the, the little girl did uh, did pretty well. What, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Next to, um, well, not next to. We could talk about Hugh Laurie in a minute if you want to. Um, right. Okay. But but yeah, I would say overall she was probably the best actor in the movie. Yeah, and me. she had some of the best like uh, jokes and and like humor yeah. and uh, <laughs> sarcastic. She was really good at snark. appearing to be like very wise beyond her years. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but her her whole attitude. She just was really good right. at pulling that off and driving cars, <laughs> looking like a nine year old. Driving cars. <laughs> And I, my favorite part with her, and maybe the whole movie was the oh, besides some of the science stuff. I have a feeling I know what you But um, the, the part where she's just like, "Yeah, I'm not answering any more questions." Oh. Power down mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. And then, and then she wakes up, and and George Clooney's like, "What? What are you doing?" And she's like, "I told her I had uh, you know power down <laughs> mode because I didn't want to ask any more questions." Shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to answer yeah. any more questions. She's like, "What?" Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, you're getting annoying, or you're getting too close, or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I really like that. And then uh, Hugh Laurie. Okay, Hugh Laurie is a good actor. Mm -hmm. I've seen him in other things, Mm -hmm. but his villain was just terrible. I, I was like, what? What was his what was his motive exactly? What was he trying to do? I don't know. I can't <laughs> Exactly. That's this movie was very confusing for me in many areas and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, like I think the machine that he built was sending bad vibes to people. Sending bad vibes them... to the people on earth, making them self-perpetuate the fact that the world was going to end and like in chaos and horribleness, right. but Exactly. So they weren't going to stop, stop it. They weren't going to try to stop it. Exactly. He created like a uh, psychological, psionic, emotional connection with with this machine and the people. <laughs> and it created this loop of like a self-fulfilling prophecy or something. Mm-hmm. Weird. And, and I'm sure anyone who just listened to what I just said completely lost it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes no sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, and I feel like they could have pulled it off, but they didn't. They could have pulled off the that whole idea? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because there have there, been more complex ideas that have been pulled off I in think, movies. 
well, two things. One, when, when we were first introduced to Hugh Laurie's character, I liked him. Not just because he was not, quote, the villain at that point or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But just that I I like Hugh Laurie and I liked the way he came across in that first scene. But I agree with you. As a villain, that, that could just be really poor writing. I don't know. Um, it is. But it feels like the whole last section of the movie just rushed forward to that climax or that conclusion anyway. And so I didn't even know. Yeah, it went. It got straight it, it to the was, heart of that, and I'm like, "What is supposed to be happening here?" <laughs> so long. Right. It was almost like they they got to the third act, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna get to our whole message, and we're all excited about that." And they're right. like, "Oh, wait, uh, we, we gotta have like a climax." I forgot. And then they just like <laughs> put that in there. <laughs> like right. One one page. Like the writer like put it. Uh, submitted it and they're like no man you got to have a climax what are you doing and like oh okay here 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 take this take that and right. it yeah so it was it was not done too well uh toward the end yeah i would agree so right. the fact that it, the movie ends with all of these new recruits androids i guess mm-hmm. or were they people they they remember. were androids i'm pretty sure because they had one that sounded that was like the male version of athena okay by the way, British. awesome name. Yeah, that's another. Athena. I, I feel like yeah. that's another reason why I like that character. But yeah, um, got an epic name, and yeah, <laughs> everything yeah, else. It's great. Um, but the fact that all of these androids are being sent out, right, and it's like a whole like, new beginning to this, uh, this whole Tomorrowland universe. I almost feel like this is the like the pilot episode to a TV show and that it would have worked as the pilot episode of a TV show if maybe it were, you know, pared down a little bit in, in hmm. places and wasn't um quite so, like, cinematic. I'm not sure how to put it, but, you know, if it had set up a few more things along the way, it could right. have been a pilot to a TV show. And usually, like... You watch the pilot and you're like, yeah, okay, I can see where you're going with that. The the characters aren't really like fleshed out and the actors don't really know what they're doing, but I can see your your <laughs> <laughs> I can see your like point here. Yeah. But I feel like that is this movie and the fact that it's a movie kind of makes it like fail. It, it the the fact that it's more like a pilot to a TV show makes it fail kind of as a movie. Uh, right. Well, yeah, and and just further complicated by the fact that they were trying to shove way too much stuff into oh, two geez. hours, save, which, which is save like the what, whale, save the planet, save the whale. Here's a key. Here's a key and peel sketch. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> that was great. I hated that I told you about that, and I was like, oh, I love this couple that work in the blast from the past shop. They're so fun and whatever. And then they end up being like crazy cyborg android <laughs> insane kill you people and i was like no i liked their characters <laughs> i was mad <laughs> although hey, that scene did have one of my funny scene. it was a funny scene and it did have one of my favorite moments of the movie which is where athena blasts in and like time warps everything and they have to get her out i just like the way that everybody looked stuck in the time warp bubble thing you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. Cool. that was cool. It, was, it like stopped time for a second, but then it like the the force field started to draw backwards mm-hmm. and they started to like unfreeze. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was like a whole um, Incredibles uh, zero point energy thing. And oh yeah, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that could have been a reference, and there was a lot of references all over. That was that place was like the Disney toy shop, and they were, they had like working Star blasters Wars-ness from everywhere. Did yeah, you notice that? yeah, yeah, Star Wars and, and Buzz <laughs> Han Solo and, and the bronze and the bronze or whatever like falling on top of. Oh yeah, the carbonite. Somebody, and somebody threw R two D two at somebody, and yeah, great. <laughs> That's what you get when you get a Disney movie. <laughs> it's awesome. Take our Disney. Take it. (laughs) Here's an R2 unit. (laughs) Okay. Now, um, do you think that this is more of like a philosophical or a higher question? Like, do you think that the, the smartest people in the world, if they all got together and had their own, like, planet or world or pocket universe that they could really like make a, a like a utopia like Tomorrowland is supposed to be. Hmm. Do you think that would be possible? Because <laughs> I feel like they would like just uh, either compete and right. be at each other's throats argue, yeah. or you know they'd just be human and still have problems. Right. You need average people mixed in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, probably. I mean, um, somebody's got to build. If everybody's stuff. brilliant, then yeah, you would argue. And I no mean, one is. Da-na-na! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Incredibles reference again. Um, yeah. I are you th- are you kind of referencing that because of the way they were like trying to get all the great people at the end of the movie, kind of thing, all the Wait, dreamers well, and everything. Assemble, dreamers, assemble, sure. make something wonderful, kind of idea, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, great yeah. call to action. But um, the uh, just pr- pr- one of the premises of the movie is you you can have this place where all these inventors and dreamers and writers and creators come together, and without the stereotypical you know uh, warring governments and warmongering generals, and they all come together and work together for for a, for a brighter tomorrow and all that <laughs> for the land of tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow land for the land of tomorrow almost like tomorrow land. oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> no but you know like yeah. um i i just this i is a I very just feel deep like question it, but i don't know i i pretty much agree with your initial assessment which is i think if you're going to get a bunch of brilliant people together and then expect them to work together flawlessly, it's not going to happen. Not only because they're human, but because um, they're all going to have their own ideas of what's better. <laughs> yeah. Who's, whose idea yeah, who's, of perfect who's are we going be, with here? Yeah, and who's going to be the ultimate, um, you know. Like leader yeah. in power. Because if you universe. have one leader and then he's trying to lead all these great minds, you know, some people will follow along and still be able to invent and be creative and be amazing people, but you're going to struggle for power because, you know, That's it's, it's going to be like a Tron moment. No, I don't know. I don't know why Tron came to mind all of a sudden. Tron? Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, thinking um. of, I'm thinking of people <laughs> in power and taking over power. That's all. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, It'd be more like Animal Farm. But like right. they um, – they, a lot of geniuses, at least the stereotypical genius in a movie, is going to want to be alone. And especially if they're mm, like interesting one of the top guys in their field, 
Right. They're going to work by themselves a lot of the time anyway because they're the top of the food chain. And mm -hmm. there's really nobody to like, you know, be equals with them and work with them side by side. Right. So, yeah, just the whole like, yeah, let's all be a team all together because all of these inventors and creators and, you know, people and scientists are – are these like great people that are all just going to mesh together and work together real well? Right. I just don't think that that would be so simple. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that would almost be a more interesting story. Trying to try the genesis of Tomorrowland, trying to create this utopia, and I'm sure that that story has been done before. But like, if they actually were able to pull it off, mm -hmm. th as they did in the movie, that'd be a really cool story. That would be an interesting story. Hmm. Why don't you pitch that to them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once I've I got start your writing sequel, scripts. <laughs> there you go. Once the, No, no. Genesis like, land. The Genesis No, I have your I have your TV uh <laughs> I have your TV show. Your TV All you got to do is use this as your exactly, you just use this as your pilot and every Oh, because part of the call to call to action was like, okay, let's solve global warming, let's solve, um, you know, world hunger, and let's solve this and that. And this, that's what I got out of it. Maybe they didn't say that specifically, but let's solve all the problems of the world together. So every episode, one of let, let's follow a specific android, right? Let's follow. Did Athena come back? I forget. Mm -mm. I feel like she did. No. Did she come back? No. Right, because she she's an android. You just rebuild her. Oh well. They don't make a point to say that that happened, so I doubt it. Okay, well that's dumb. But, unless, unless, uh, unless bring... the whole weirdo male version of her is supposed to be like her or something. Oh no! This no, is no, no. Athens. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously though, did you not catch off? Catch? Did you catch that? That android? I probably did, and it was weirded out. I was weirded out by it probably, and just yeah, immediately because it put sounded it out of my like mind. her, but a boy, and it was looked a lot like her. It was weird. No, no, no. It no. was like a throwback okay. to her. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But let's follow a specific android and let's go and find a specific kid. Okay, this kid is really smart and he has been working on his agriculture and his machines to make uh, plants grow really quickly or whatever. And let's in encourage him and help him. And we're going to solve world hunger with this kid, right? Right. And then the next episode, we're going to solve global warming. And then we're going to solve... It sounds uh, like The Flash, wars. but just with good things. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how every, well, every episode of The Flash, you have a villain and you defeat it, and then you have a villain and then you defeat it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Monster similar, of the Week, Villain yeah, of the yeah, Week yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But this is like World Problem of the Week. <laughs> Let's spend and we're just gonna so solve much it in one episode. making this TV show that we could go out and actually <laughs> hey. feed people. <laughs> I'm and it would be interesting because now. the writers would have to come up with like halfway feasible ideas for, uh, you know, solving this or that problem. It'd be really that's cool. That's true. That would be kind of cool. I agree. There you go. So that's what that's Your what million that's my dollar pitch. idea. <laughs> there you go. You can have it. I'll just watch from the back seat of the theater and <laughs> enjoy it. Oh man, um, this the guy that directed this is named Brad Bird. Oh, I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So Brad Bird apparently writes slash directs screenplays a lot of stuff. And this what he's known for is The Incredibles, uh, Ratatouille, 
which I love Ratatouille. Iron Man. Iron Iron Man? Not Iron Man. Iron, Iron Giant. Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Giant. Um, I feel like there was one or two other big ones that you named. Um, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Right, that one. Same one. And something else. Um, yeah. So, um, so in light of that, I don't think Tomorrowland is his best work. No. Um, I liked a whole lot of elements of it, and something we didn't really talk about, but just in general, a lot of the special effects fight scene in Clooney's home with the androids. Did you like those? Yeah, I did. That kind of thing, and like the time warp thing, and the being in Tomorrowland and watching people jump in and out of pools, <laughs> which made absolutely mm-hmm. no sense, yeah. but I loved it. <laughs> I was See, like, this is so I, weird. I, I, I thought but, it was a, the the like ideas behind all of them were yeah. cool, but like the execution was like, yeah, I've seen that on YouTube. So, <laughs> you know, you, you really need to spend like a hundred million dollars on those effects. Okay, on. well, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. I I was fascinated, I guess, with with the whole like fantasy, oh, amazing kind of element to it. But yeah, yeah, no, the ideas were awesome. Right, the ideas were awesome, and touching the pin, and you you know, she was actually like running into walls and. Walking into water and stuff. That was pretty funny. I don't get how that yeah. related to later, but anyway, that didn't happen to her later, but whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so from that perspective, I liked it, but it was definitely not his best work. Yeah, the the level of uh, stretching uh, to really get the movies out of these rides is, is kind of incredible. It's just kind of like, let's just make something spacey, call it Tomorrowland. Let's just make something <laughs> piratey. And call it Empire That's a whole other thing, man. It really is. That you just brought up. No, but that you said space. It made me think of her whole, like, the main character's whole dream to go to the stars. Like, they Wait, tried, she want to be they, an astronaut or something? They tried to, like, factor that in here somehow, but it doesn't See, make any sense. Never happened. <laughs> like, there's whole there's a whole theme of rockets and stuff and going into another mm-hmm. dimension. But she didn't see the stars. <laughs> like. Mm-mm. What the crap? And then when they even, at the end, when they get into the capsule thing, <clears throat> no, sorry, they get into the, <laughs> the, the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower, Tower rocket, <laughs> which was, I I admit, I liked watching that happen. Like, I thought yeah, that was, was cool. kind of cool, but I was like, what? Yeah, but I'm also like, wait, did you all have something against the Eiffel Tower that you wanted to, like, <laughs> you wanted split to rip it, up it down? And <laughs> rip it to shreds? Forget you, Fritz. Uh. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was Yeah, thanks for the Statue of Liberty. We're going to yeah. destroy your <laughs> monument back. Yeah. Oh, and see, they're trying. They were trying to be all chill with the whole like, look, we have to go to the tower, you know. And you don't know what the tower is, and then they end up in uh, France, and it's the Eiffel Tower. Anyway, and then they blast out. They blast out from the rocket, and then they just turn around to just blast through a different dimension. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Not quite. Okay. But they just needed to get up to speed. Right. right. And Casey's like, "Why are we turning around?" And you're thinking, "Here's Casey in space." And she's like close to her dream of being of seeing the stars, and now she's going to another dimension, which is just a whole other world, and it's just technology and flying cars right. and things, and somehow that satisfies her creative dreaming spirit. <laughs> she's like, I don't I need so. space anymore. I have Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> I have this whole new TV show saving the world. Anyway, I got a little yeah. off topic, but there you go. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, last question. Mm-hmm. This is the question of the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. If you were to f- if you were to find Tomorrowland for like $5 in the bargain bin, <laughs> would you let it rot or would you rescue it? <laughs> would you let it rot? Is that your new phrase? Did yes. you say that let it rot or rescue it? Okay. 
Um, it's not really a phrase. I know. I'm still working on the word, <laughs> even the question. So, you know, let's not set anything in stone yet. Right. <laughs> okay. That's a tough one for me. Uh, only because okay. I should. Let's, let's bargain with this then. Bargain? Like, okay. Like $3. <laughs> wow. Barring roll. No, okay. Um, cheaper. Okay. Hmm. Uh, $3? Sure. $3 so that I could watch, like, my favorite parts again, which would just be, like, random Android stuff. Blast, blast <laughs> from the past scene. Killing everybody in his house. Yeah. Random stuff in Tomorrowland or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But and then as, trying to as figure actually, out what they were trying to do right. with the whole movie. But actually <laughs> sitting down and like watching the whole thing through again and going, Yay, what a great story. Like I don't feel I like I would come away from that really um Right. Yeah, that's not that's not something you come away with uh Tomorrowland with. Yeah. Because like, it's not cohesive well, okay, at all. Was, no, it wasn't. I, I yeah. I would rescue slash buy that movie for three dollars, but not for five. <laughs> I would take my five dollars and go grab a Starbucks latte. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, so I think that I, I like you. I wouldn't save it for five dollars. It's just a little bit too because I've I've gotten like Slumdog Millionaire for <laughs> like a dollar twenty-five. What? So <laughs> yeah. With that fact in mind, I feel like I wouldn't probably wouldn't pay more than a dollar for Tomorrowland because I'm probably really? gonna watch it once again mm. and then not watch it again. Like I probably will never see it again now that I've just talked about it and <laughs> like gotten all my thoughts out about it. Yeah, I probably will never see it again. Yeah, unless somebody's just like, "Hey, I'm like over somebody's house and they're like, hey, we're gonna watch Tomorrowland. Do you wanna? We're all gonna watch Tomorrowland. <laughs> you have no house. choice." <laughs> yeah i mean it's either that or like go Party. read a book somewhere yeah <laughs> so yeah that i would probably watch in that scenario right but probably not any other scenario mm -hmm. so yeah we've decided to save Tomorrowland for three dollars and one dollars join and i respectively and <laughs> we might not ever watch it again but it's been saved <laughs> it was pretty good but it should have been a pilot to a TV show because that would have worked. And maybe a little bit less fourth wall breaking story within a story within a story within a giant socio-political uh, like ecological and yeah. <laughs> yeah, ecological and all this yeah confusing mess of a, of a message. Right. That being said, that's about it for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joanna, for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. You're welcome. I really yeah. appreciate it. It was fun. We should we should do this again. We should. When you when you I'll let you know the next continue to the watch next bargain movies. bin movie esque thing that I watch <laughs> and we can talk about it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we just have to intersect the uh Venn diagram of the movies we've watched. <laughs> totally, totally. We can work it out. Math. Woo! Okay. <laughs> no, not math. Drawing. Not math. It's just it's Drawing. just circles and coming together. No math. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, where can uh, where can people find you? So uh, okay. you can find Gabe and I and several of our other friends who are huge Blimey Cow fans on uh, a wonderful YouTube channel. Check them out uh, on the new the Community Fancast podcast that we started <laughs> as fans and friends. There you go. Uh, yeah, Gabe and I are awesome. going to be uh, on episode two, which will be coming out 
So you can check that out and yeah, see check what it out like. on iTunes. Yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, and you can find me at Gabe in the Box on Twitter and pretty much anywhere else where you care to find me. Uh, excluding YouTube for some reason, you have to get like 500 subscribers to actually get like a custom URL. So good luck finding me, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. And thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. See you later. Bye.